church family. This is Pastor Earl. So it's been a while. Um, welcome back. We had an awesome time in September with um, Prophet Antonio Burroughs, and that was just amazing. So um, happy to be back. If you did not get an opportunity to attend any of those sessions in um September, please get on the website and, and watch those services. They'll change your life. So today um, we're in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. This is something that uh, I feel like I'm going to uh, touch on. This is something that's been on my heart for myself. And and so that's kind of how these studies are born. And, you know, God kind of speaks to me about my own life and I share with y'all. So that's kind of where the best studies come from. Um, so anyway, uh, this is Philippians chapter three, verses uh, 12 through 14. And, and I'm reading in the NLT because it gives a little bit more better explanation in some areas so we don't spend all of our time just trying to you know, understand what the scripture is saying. So here we are, verse 12. It says, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Okay, so I want to focus on something here that we, I don't know if we really look at all the time. Uh, I want to talk about actively forgetting. Actively forgetting. Um Paul tells us here in verse 13, uh, the second part of the verse, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. We need to learn to, when we forget something, to actively forget, which means we take the opportunity to neglect on purpose those things that from our past that we're not pleased of that hold us back from moving forward, okay? We need to neglect that stuff on purpose. And sometimes it's not stuff that we've done. Sometimes it's how we've been treated. But we need to be healed from that stuff and neglect on purpose or actively forget that so that we can move forward. And this is what it does. When we neglect on purpose things that we did that are displeasing to God or how we've been treated, we release ourselves from judgment. Okay, so let's say I did something wrong in my past that I'm not proud of. All right. The more I remember that, the more I keep it um, to the forefront of my mind. I keep it in, in front of my face and it drives my my every day. I judge myself by it all the time, even though Jesus has forgiven me and moved it far away from me. Um I judge myself by it. And so everything that I do from here on out, I will always view myself through the lens of my sin. And so I constantly judge myself. Forgetting those things that are in my past allows me to release myself from judgment. And if I can release myself from judgment, then I don't have to self-identify through my shame. The shame of sin 
the shame of mistakes. I don't have to self-identify that way. A lot of people, when you talk to them, they identify through their shame. And so you ask someone as an example, are you married? Well, you know, um, I was, yeah, I'm married, but I was divorced before. Why, why did you tell me you were divorced before? Right? That's not the question. The question is, are you married? And the reason why people bring it up is because they're identifying through shame. You know, they're identifying through a failed relationship, whether it's their fault or not, they're identifying through that, you know? And so, hey, do you serve in ministry? Well, I did before. You know, so they're identifying through that. I, I did before, but I don't now. Well, why not? Well, this happened, that happened. Why are you identifying through that? You, you're either called to minister or, or called to be married or, or by God, or you're not. So there's no reason for you to share with me the shame or anyone, the shame that comes with the mistakes you've made into why you're not doing something now. If you're not doing it now, right, but you're called to it, whatever that is, then we need to, like the scripture says in verse 14 of this passage, press forward and reach for the end of the race. Okay, many of us aren't pressing forward because we're still trapped in our past. We're st we still have not forgotten those things um, in our past, and we have not released ourselves from judgment. So we're leading with shame. We need to redefine ourselves. And how do we do that? You know, that's easy to say. How do you do it? Well, we need to see ourselves the way God sees us. God has given us all purpose. Um, period. Romans chapter 12 lets us know that there, have been, there are gifts and callings that God has put within all of us. And in that chapter, the Lord says we should serve those gifts. What do you mean by serve them? That, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you want to be served, right? Because that's what you're paying for, good service. We need to serve those gifts. Those gifts are within us. Those gifts are tied closely to our purpose. And yet we're not serving them. We're not putting ourselves in a position where those gifts can grow. We're not putting ourselves in a position where we can grow. And, our, and the Bible says, what well, your gift will make way for you. Are you trapped right now in a place where you don't know what you're supposed to be doing? Guess what? Your gift will make way for you, but you have to serve that gift. So you have to be intentional on the decisions you make that support the purpose that is within you. And your purpose that is within you, you've been gifted to achieve because God has given you those gifts, right? Whatever that gift is, all of us are different, every single one of us. But the Bible says that we have everyone in this entire world, saved or unsaved, has been given a gift from the Lord. And Romans chapter 12 lines those gifts out what they are. All of us have been given those gifts. How are we going to serve them? What positions are we going to put ourselves selves in to be able to serve those gifts so we can so that gift will make way and room for us in this world and draw us closer to our purpose. Then that's how I need to identify myself. So for me, as an example, one of the things that God has put in my heart is leadership. I'm passionate about leadership. I love developing that in people in many different ways, you know, whether it's just leadership in 
in their marriages or leadership in life or with their children or in their careers or uh, uh, government or whatever. It's, leadership is my thing. And so that's part of my purpose is, is leading and coaching people. And I love it. And, and, and that's kind of my bend in, in ministry. My, part of my ministry is deliverance ministry. And that's part of leadership. You can never get ahead and do the things that God has called you to do if you're not been delivered, right? So I tie all that together. So when I talk to people about who I am, God has created me as a leader, you know, and my goal as a leader is to develop that within people. That's, that's who I am. So I don't need to lead the conversation with the mistakes that I've made in my own life and leadership because God has forgiven me of that stuff, right? If I lead with that, I will never move forward. So this scripture tells us in verse 14, I, Paul says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. So how do you completely press forward. All right, I got three things for you and then I'm done. Okay. The first thing is stop repeating what you want people to forget. If you want to stop uh, the negativity and the negative thoughts and, and, and putting yourself down in your own mind, then you need to stop repeating it one to yourself and stop repeating it out loud to people so it doesn't always come up. Don't give people an opportunity to already judge who you are through the sin and mistakes you've made when God has already forgiven you. Jesus Christ took that on the cross. You asked for repentance. He saved you. He forgave you. Move forward. Number two, in verse 16 of this same scripture, the same book um, maps this out. Um, hold on to the progress you've already made. We've already made progress in Christ. God has taken us a long way. Sometimes we think those are small steps and we, we don't give them any weight, but it's progress. God wants to see progress. Jesus Christ wants to see progress. The Holy Spirit wants to see progress. Through those steps, progress is made toward completing your destiny and establishing your purpose in this earth. You have to see it. When God calls you, when God talks to you, when God speaks of us, he does it and looks at us as a finished work. You have to see yourself finished as well. And so we need to not despise the progress. And here's the last thing, verse 18 of uh, Philippians chapter three. It says this, um, uh, it talks about, I'm not gonna read it for you, but it talks about our conduct. We need to let our conduct match our purpose, right? If our purpose is to be a minister or a pastor or an evangelist or or someone who is a financial leader or whatever, I, our conduct needs to match that. We need to show people that we do have the heart of Christ in those areas. It makes no sense for me to speak about how I want to develop people and 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 um, push them along in leadership and in their lives and coach them and I'm nasty to people. That, that doesn't show anyone that that's the heart that God has given me. And, and many times we're that way because this world has made us hard. It's time for us to be healed in those areas and have a heart of flesh that Christ can use and put ourselves in a position where our conduct matches our purpose and matches our destiny. So that's all the time I have for you today. I'm glad that we 
<laughs> had this opportunity because, man, this has touched my life. And uh, I'm restructuring and refocusing a few things so that I can move closer to my purpose and my destiny in Jesus Christ. So as always, hit me up. You, you know how to find me. So this is Pastor Earl. Love y'all. And God bless. <laughs>